Well, good morning, and such a blessing to come together again and see what the Lord's going to do today. I'm very much looking forward to this. I'm very excited about what God has for us today. And we're going to be back in the book of Acts, chapter number four. And so I'd like to ask you to kind of take your time and make your way there to Acts chapter number four. And before we do anything, I'm going to go ahead and pray, and uh, then we're going to get right into the message this morning. Father, thank you so much for, Lord, it's just a blessing to, to be able to preach. It's such a blessing, Lord, to be together even though we're apart. Father, I pray that you would bring us even closer together. God, that... Uh, that your word would go forth and, sh and Lord, would help other people, would be an encouragement, would be a light today. Lord, I want to pray that you would make changes in our lives, Lord, and Lord, that you would, you would help us, Lord, to do the work that you've called us to do, Lord. And I just pray, Lord, that people would be changed, that lives would be changed, Lord, that people would come to Christ through this time and as a result of this, Lord, that we'd see people saved, Lord. And Lord, I just want to pray that you'd give me wisdom, that you'd fill me with your spirit, Father, that I would preach uh, the truth, Lord, and that you would allow lives to continue to flourish, Lord, and the church to continue to move forward, Lord, uh, as the, the Bible declares that the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And Father, we pray that we would continue to see just miraculous things and lives change, Lord, as a result of your word. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, such a blessing. I don't know where you find yourself today, but I'd like to kind of help you today, wherever you are, and uh, kind of help you find some hope and maybe find some direction and how we should respond to some of these things. The title of today's message is The Right Response and the Obvious result the right response and the obvious result well if you would we're going to go ahead and open up our bibles uh, to verse 23 of the book of acts chapter number four chapter four verse number 23 and uh, if you'll follow along with me i'm going to read verse 23 down through the end of the passage all right verse 23 and being let go they went to their own company and reported all that the chief priests and elders had said unto them. And when they had heard that, they lifted up their voice to God with one accord and said, Lord, thou art God, which hast made heaven and earth and the sea and all that in them is, who by the mouth of thy servant David hast said, Why did the heathen rage and the people imagine vain things? The kings of the earth stood up and the rulers were gathered together against the Lord and against his Christ. For of a truth, thy holy child, Jesus, whom thou hast anointed, both Herod and Pontius Pilate, with the Gentiles and the people of Israel were gathered together. For to do whatsoever thy hand and thy counsel determined before to be done. And now, Lord, behold their threatenings and grant unto thy servants that with all boldness they may speak thy word by stretching forth thine hand to heal and that signs and wonders may be done by the name of thy holy child Jesus. And when they had prayed, the place 
was shaken where they were assembled together, and they were filled with the Holy Ghost and spake with boldness. They spake the word of God with boldness. And in the, and the multitude of them that believed were of one heart and of one soul, neither said any of them that aught of the things which he, which he possessed was his own, but they had all things common, and with great power gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was upon them all. Neither was there any among them that lacked, for as many of their the, for as many as were possessors of lands or houses sold them, and brought the pieces, the prices of the things that were sold, and laid them down at the apostles' feet. And distribution was made unto every man according as he had need. And Joseph, who by the apostles was surnamed Barnabas, which is being interpreted the son of consolation, a Levite, and of the country of Cyprus, having land, sold it, and brought the money, and laid it at the apostles' feet. Uh, we've already prayed. Let's get right into the word today as we begin. And... First, I want to say this, the, the blessing is the fact that the, the way that they responded to the trials and the, the things that they were facing, how they responded was by prayer. Do you respond right to trials and problems and, and will you respond right to persecution? A little did the disciples know what was coming, uh, but they had already prepared for what they might do as the, this type of treatment would continue, the way that they were being treated. In a short while, real persecution would come, and uh, having to set their mindset or reset it, uh, they knew how to respond. They would know from this point. Uh, the fact is that in a hopeless world, we must turn to God, to the God of hope, to help us in time of dire need. Do you know Him today? Do you turn to, what, what do you cling to for hope? What do you cling to for direction? And uh, we're going to look at the right response, which is obviously prayer, and then we're going to look at the obvious result. And when this, within this passage, the people of God were facing their first real persecution and problems, and, and their response was to pray. Uh, not that the problem would go away, which is interesting to note. Not that the problem would go away, um, but that, excuse me, but God would give them even more boldness and would continue to see more people healed. The result was the people in the place where they, where they were was shaken. And uh, we're going to see some of that today as we come together, as we see what God did during this time. But the number one here, and we're going to go back to verse 23. And uh, verse number 23 says very clearly, um, and being let go, uh, they went to their own company and reported all the chief priests and elders and said unto them. Now, if you remember, if you've been with us, what, what happened was a man was healed and what the, the lame man was made to walk and it was a notable miracle and, and, and he had taken and threatened. Literally, what, what he had done is just in the name of Jesus, a, a man was healed. And this offended, obviously, the hierarchy that was there, the men who were in charge if you will. And the religious men uh, in this day and age had a great deal of power. And 
we see here that they wrote laws and enacted things that they tried to stop what Peter and John were doing. They were trying to stop the work from continuing, and so they decided to threaten them and say that you can't speak uh, in the name of Jesus anymore. You're not allowed to do this. And obviously at that time he began to speak clearly to them about Jesus Christ and realizing that they had truly done nothing wrong, uh, they let them go. Uh, but this is going to be a pattern that we're going to find here in the book of Acts is that when uh, men preach the word of God and when men tell others of Jesus Christ, there is going to be opposition. And as a result of that, the church comes together almost like the sin cycle of Israel. They come together, come to God and see God work, uh, although the disciples here aren't in sin, but they're seeing God work in a miraculous way because of prayer. And they're coming together. And so what they did was they prayed together. Simply, he came and reported all that the chief priests and elders had said unto them. He said, you know, when they had heard that, what did he report? We can't speak. They're trying to threaten us. They're trying to stop the, us from what we're doing. And the reality was uh, what they're going to call it uh, in many society and in ours is civil disobedience. They're, the, law, the law and the rules have been written and they're going to defy them. But I want to be cautious here and say uh, that, that uh, the disciples faced this, uh, at this at this time to do what God called them to do. Uh, but we as a result, we're, we're not bound here today. You can preach the gospel freely uh, in this country still today. And you can share your faith with others. But I, I want to say this. They... They came together in such a way, it was such a blessing to see what prayer does, but they, they came together. Um, they prayed, and, and this is how they prayed, and we're going to see that in verse 24. When they had heard that, they lifted up their voice to God with one accord and said, Lord, thou art God, which has made heaven and earth and the sea and all that in them is. And so what did they do? They exalted the Lord. They recognized who created heaven and earth, who uh, made everything that they see. And they turned everything to Jesus. They recognized that. He says, who by the mouth of the, my servant David, um, this is back in the book of Psalms, uh, servant David has said, why did the heathen rage and people imagine vain things? The kings of the earth uh, stood up and the rulers were against, uh, were together against the Lord and against His Christ. And it's interesting here. I mean, he just continues to say how that everything and every person was against him, as Jesus said in John fifteen eighteen. If the world hate you, you know that it hated me before it hated you. And so they knew this was coming, and they stood against him. But verse twenty seven. For of a truth against thy holy child Jesus, whom thou hast anointed, whom God sent, in other words, both Herod and allowed this, he allowed these men, both Herod and Pontius Pilate, with the Gentiles and the people of Israel, were gathered together. Uh, for, for what purpose? In verse 28, he, he relays that. This is how they prayed. This is their prayer. He's relating the facts and relating their heart uh, to God. Uh, to do whatsoever thy hand and thy counsel determined for it to be done. Did you catch that? It, it's not that God ordained evil, but he knew that this was going to happen. Uh, and it was determined beforehand that uh, these men uh, would come together against Jesus. And there was a plan there because Jesus had to die. And we recognize that, yes, he was sinless, but he had to die for the sins of man. 
And these men that God put uh, in, in time and perspective, and no, he did not put them, because God did not make evil, neither tempted he any man to do evil. Uh, but the fact of the matter is that there was a great plan put in time a long time ago. And uh, there was a time for everything. And we recognize here, though, ultimately, one thing I gather from that is that who's ultimately in control is, is God. And these men and these, these people uh, came together in time of trouble. They brought their request to God. They prayed not that God would remove the trial, honestly, but that he would give them boldness to share Christ. Um, give them boldness and get back to the thing which is seeing people saved, the main thing which is seeing people saved, baptized, and added to the church. That was their desire, was to see the work of God continue in their lives. And it was such a blessing to kind of point that fact that even going back and seeing the sum of this, they, they were recognizing who God was, they were exalting him, they were uh, recognizing the trials that they're facing and the difficulties they're facing. And I want to take just a moment and say this. Some of you find yourselves, by the difficulties that you face, you kind of find yourself getting off track. You find yourself being misdirected or misguided by the media and by other things. And I want to encourage you, before you do anything else, I want to encourage you to turn to God. In time of trouble. Um, a, t a time ago, I think a couple weeks ago, I said this, but my wife gave me a, a notebook. As uh, At times, I can struggle and um, basically, not that I don't pray, but, but my thoughts don't seem to be clear. And my wife gave me a notebook. And what I did was wrote down <laughs> literally all the burdens and the trials and the difficulties that I'm facing. And as a result of that, I was able to think very clearly through my problems. And uh, what I did as a result of writing those things down was gave them to God. But here they just, they just came before God. They laid down their burdens, their complaints, their troubles, their trials, their difficulties that they face. And many of them, although <coughs> they knew that they would face this trial, they knew that the world would hate them because it hated Jesus. But here, when it genuinely happened, uh, how, how did they respond? Well, by prayer. By giving things to God. He said, um, verse, um, excuse me, if you would, jump back down. <clears throat> jump back down in the scriptures with me. And verse number uh, 29. Because remember, verse 28 says, For to do whatsoever thy hand and thy counsel determine before it to be done. He says in verse 29, And now... Uh, Lord, behold their threatenings and grant unto thy servants that with all boldness they may speak thy word. And so, so what, did, what did he just ask? In verse 29, he literally asked that God would give them boldness. Give us boldness. And, and, and what? what? What did he want to happen? Well, he wanted to continue to preach the word of God and speak and be a, a witness for the, the name of Jesus Christ. And he wanted to see more people healed 
in the name of Jesus. And what did he want to see? He wanted to see the work not stop. He wanted to see it move ahead. And the obvious result of God's people when they come together is that the church of God moves ahead and the people of God move ahead. And they continue to see the work of God continue in prayer. And that is the mightiest result that we may see. And that is the, the best thing that we as people can do is pray. And pray together. Join together in prayer. Uh, right now, we should be desperate for the work of God to continue. And to meet together, no doubt, uh, we are desperate for that. But there are so many other people in this world that lack the hope that you have, Christian. And today, you can be a light and an influence to them. Would I, can I encourage you to do that? By stretching forth thine hand to heal, verse 30, and that signs and wonders may be done by the name of thy holy child, Jesus. So, so that signs and wonders would continue to be done in Jesus' name. And now we finally see the result, the result of prayer. I mean, the result is obvious, but we're going to see that, that when they prayed, the place was shaken where they were assembled together. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and they spake the word of God with boldness. And at this time, it's, it's a wonder. Uh, this is such a time that God's people uh, saw amazing things here at this time. And maybe this may be the strongest uh, uh, time of the church, uh, really, quite literally. Uh, as God's people began to grow and multiply and see people saved left and right and day after day, even through persecution. And you will find this pattern continue. That as persecution and trials come into the life of the Christian and into the life of the church of the living God, it will move ahead. Because God's people have no other place to turn in time of trouble but to God, which is the one that wants us to turn to him. Won't you turn to him today? And so we see, in, as we continue down, oh, the, the, the place where they were was shaken. And what happened? Well, they were filled with the Holy Ghost. What happened? Prayer had reset their mindset. Remember, the, the trial, when somebody says, don't do this, or when things uh, go against, really, the will of God... Is to, to not be able to speak in Jesus' name or to not, you know, considering things here, uh, exactly what they were going through. They said, we're not going to stop this. It reset their mindset. It gave them focus. And prayer does that, my friend. Prayer resets your mindset. It gives you focus on what is important. And it shows you who is in control, my friend. And it gives you a direction. It helps you, listen... Uh, they spoke the word with boldness. Now, boldness does not mean angry and mean. And judgmental. That is not boldness. It is open. What, what it means is convinced to the point of being clear. You know the truth and you speak it clearly. Not in a way to hurt people or so on. In other words, what's happening right now? They get back to what was important. I want to remind you that Satan wants to do whatever he can to stop, but he cannot. The gates of hell shall not prevail against it. But right now he may feel like he's 
holding back the church. And you know, from time to time, maybe he'll try. But he will never stop it. He will never stop the church of God. What happened as a result of prayer? So we see that as a result of the prayer, the place was shaken and they were full of the Holy Ghost. It had reset their mindset. And, uh, and, and now we're going to see a result that we don't often see, even in the time right now. I, I see here that, you know, one thing that's happening in our nation right now, if you have not read the media, because some people use it as a scare tactic, but I look at this. Do you listen to how the politicians are talking? Uh, do you listen to how I, and I, I mean, the fact is that many of them are saying, turn to, even our governor said, turn to that which gives you hope. Are you not looking at that as a blessing and not in our fellow man? Yes, I have every belief that our fellow man is trying to do what they can to help. But let us turn to the one who God, God who can help us truly uh, in eternity, not just in the things of this life, but the things that outlast this life. And he's saying, now, we're going to see here what happens is that it brings people together. Prayer brings people together. The people began to be united and help one another. And they had one heart. Remember, if you remember some time back, we had a message on prayer. And uh, about praying for his harvest, Jesus' prayer request, if you will, praying for his harvest. And, and that was from even last year's uh, theme, 2019. And notice, pray and labor in his harvest. But when you pray for something, now he was praying for laborers, as we prayed for laborers. And what a blessing it was a few weeks ago to see seven people join our church Folks, you want to be encouraged, be encouraged by that. And there are more that are going to join in time to come. <clears throat> We're going to see the work of God continue. Don't doubt that. And he says, you know, the reality is that what a blessing that was to see, to see people uh, to do that, to continue the work of God at our church. But, but to see them come together, to see them... Um, They had helped one another. They they had one mind. It brought people together. It it gave them unity, and they began to help one another. They were not stingy. So what I mean by that is, back in the book of John, we were talking about how prayer helps our heart be connected. Your heart is directly connected to what you pray for. How that Jesus asked for laborers. And when you find yourself praying for laborers, you may very well find yourself being a laborer for his harvest. And as we as they began to pray here, they didn't pray that God would dismiss the trial or the problem. They began to pray that God would give them boldness, would help them continue the work. Would you pray that God would give us the ability to continue the work? Would you pray that whenever you face trials, that God would give you the grace to continue, not just remove it? Because God has obviously, in His or in His timing, has ordained whatever trial we face that we go through, and we see wonderful things done as a result. But we have to submit our ways to Him. 
give our prayers to him and give our requests and our our problems, our trials, our difficulties, lay them at his feet. But what happened, my friends? What happened? It brought people together. I have no doubt in my mind that when we have the ability to meet together, this is going to bring us together. But these people were, were together in such a way that I have not seen. It's not common. He says, the multitude of them that believed, verse 32, were of one heart and of one soul. <laughs> which neither said any of them that aught of the things which he possessed was his own. But they had all things common. They came together uh, and helped one another. And no man had lack here. It says, with great power gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus and great grace was upon them all. As a result, they came together. They had one mind because their mindset was reset. They had one heart because, and it, which was boldness to preach and do what God had called them to do. And uh, he, he says great grace was upon them. It gave them power to do what? To witness, as it said in Acts chapter 1. Um, and ye shall be witnesses unto me. All right? And so we see there that grace was upon them all. Uh, verse 34, uh, neither was there among them that lacked for as many as were possessors of land or houses sold them, brought pieces, or excuse me, brought the prices of the things that were sold and laid them down at the apostles' feet. And distribution was made unto every man according as he had need. And we see here that uh, these these people, they came together, they laid everything, they helped one another. <clears throat> they laid them at the apostles' feet. Now, um, they, they worked together to help one another because they loved each other, genuinely. And those of you that have ever been to Harvest Baptist Church, I want you to know that you are loved, you are respected, you are cared for, you are prayed for. And I... Uh, we hope that that any of any others who enter into as we as we come together again, that enter uh, with us together back as we go to church again, as we come together as God's people, which is the church. But as we come together, um, that we would see that genuine love poured out upon every soul that comes into uh, into worship with us. So we see there. They laid them down at the apostles' feet, and distribution was made to every man according as he had need and joseph who by the apostles was surnamed barnabas which is being interpreted the son of consolation a levite and of the country of cyprus having land sold it and brought the money and laid it at the apostles feet so during a time of difficulty they uh rather than being uh, angry at each other they began to be united and helped one another they had one heart <clears throat> they were not stingy, but helpful to others. They distributed what they had to help others. Um, notice this, and, and I'm going to kind of bring things to a close here. I want to encourage you and tell you this, this is as a challenge, but spiritual people bring their problems to God. Uh, they don't uh, let them rest or, or uh, whine about, I don't want to be rude here, but whine about them. Uh, they simply bring them to God. They they bring, they pray that the the instead of the problems to be taken away, that the work would continue. 
uh, even if they face, listen, they prayed that God would continue to work even if they face problems. And they are responding to persecution and difficulties by prayer. And the obvious result is the church of God and the people of God moving ahead. Currently, we cannot go to church, but the time is coming soon, hopefully when we can. But uh, during this time, regardless, are you, are you tuning in to the services in whatever way you can? Are you listening to preaching? Are you encouraging yourself? Are you challenging yourself by prayer, uh, resetting your mindset and getting back to what is important? Uh, because we can lull ourselves in this time and go to sleep. Or we can spend time with God in prayer. Or we can spend time uh, teaching our children and our grandchildren the words of God. We, we can uh, stand back and kind of watch the world around us continue to change. Or we can be a light for the rest of them. And that is going to make a difference. Um, they responded <coughs> with prayer. Um, the result was God worked in and through them to complete the task. And the obvious result, obviously, again, is the church moved ahead. How do you respond, church? How do you respond, God's people? Uh, dear person listening, how do you respond to life's problems? How do you respond to difficulty? They prayed that God would remove the, that not that God would remove the trial, but that he would give them boldness to share Christ and get back to the main thing, which is seeing people saved, baptized, and added to the church. Dear and dear people of God, may we have boldness even now to help others see the truth of the gospel. May we respond right, and may we see the church of God and the people of God move ahead. May we see God's people grow and move ahead during this time. We saw what they did and how they responded. We saw the right response and the obvious result, which was God moving in a way that they didn't understand and give them boldness to do the work of God, even though they faced the difficulty that God's work would continue. And we're going to have an invitation, a time where can, we can commit ourselves to these things. Where no matter what you're facing today, you can have the opportunity to give these things to God. And I want to encourage you to do so. I want to encourage you to lift up your heart to God. I want to encourage you to, uh, to seek the Lord today in whatever you may be facing. As these disciples, as these apostles face these trials, they, they brought things to God. And I want to encourage you to do the same. Sometimes we can sit back in fear. But my friend, God is a God of hope. He is not the God of fear. Satan is the author of confusion and the author of fear, not God. I want to encourage you during this time to turn to God. And I want to encourage you uh, to pray that God would give you strength and grace and even boldness to share his work, maybe in a different way. But maybe God will open this as a new avenue for you to share your faith with others in time to come. Let's take a moment here and say, you know, let's pray. And however God is, is uh, talking to your heart this morning, I would like you to respond. Won't you respond to the Lord this morning? Let's take a moment.
God, I want to thank you, Lord, for allowing us to come together. And I want to pray, Lord, very much so that, that you'd help us. That you'd help us, Lord. I pray for God's people today, Lord, that we would see that prayer is the key to unlocking these things. And Lord, we pray that you would help us in time to come to respond the right way by prayer. And we pray, Lord, that the result will be lives will be changed, that you'd give us boldness to preach the word of God, and we'd see your word and your work continue in the lives of people. And for us, Lord, the people of Tumwater, the regions beyond, Lord, for missionaries that we support, we pray that your work would continue. Father, I pray for God's people, that you would draw us together and that you would walk with us. In Jesus' name, amen. God's people, I'm praying for you. Be in prayer for one another. Help others that have need and have boldness. Ask for God not to take the trial, but to give you grace to face it as it comes. May his work continue in your lives. Stick with it, my friends. Stay in the word. I want to encourage you. Take care. Bye.